Welcome back to my podcast. I've got a very special guest I want to introduce to you this week. Her name is Gretel Siciliano. She is a New Jersey nurse and she has seen it all. I wanted you to hear her story of how she started, got into nursing, uh, got into helping people, and then what she saw during, before, during, and after the pandemic lockdowns and what happened on the front lines. And now her fight against mandatory vaccines and other rules that are literally driving healthcare professionals out of their jobs, which of course ultimately is compromising our community's health. Let's bring her in. Gretel, good to see you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. So first, you were telling me a great story how you got started as a nurse. Why don't we start there? Because I, you know, for all that we hear about nurses and people who are disparaging our frontline workers now, uh, saying they're they're stupid for not wanting to get the shot, they're ignorant. Um, you know, they were heroes ten months ago. Now and now you're out of a job. It's really off-putting. But I, I think people should hear at least your story because most people who get into the healthcare profession have some passion for helping people and every journey is somewhat different. What was yours? Well, I mean, I was in accounting for a while. I um, got tired of sitting on my backside and just doing reports. So I said, um, you know, after my kids, this was after my kids were going back to school. I was, uh, I spent 10 years at home raising my kids. Thank God. I thank God for my husband. He's awesome. He, you know, let me um, stay home with the kids until they had to go to school. And then we decided we had to get more money coming in. I had to work again. So I decided I'd go back to school for nursing. And um, since I had an accounting degree, you can just do an accelerated program. So it was like a year program through, um, I don't know if you want me to say the school, but anyway, good school went, went well and everything. And after um, about a year, um, I got my nursing license. Before that, I was working, you know, um, I went into environmental services, I mean, basically a housekeeper for a subacute. I did that for about three, four years. Uh, well, I did this, the actual environmental services part for about two years, maybe. And then I went for CNA, nurses aid, and that's when I got into the program for nursing. So finally- Wait, wait, back up a minute, Gretel. Uh, where did you work when you were cleaning up? It's a subacute. It's So it's a step down from the hospital. You have a lot of people with surgeries or other other uh, medical ailments that they don't need the hospital for. Maybe they're recovering. It's kind of you know, subacute and rehab. So people maybe got into a car accident or- Got it. Okay, good. Anyway, go ahead. So you got you, you then got your nursing degree. Right. I, as I was going through this at that subacute, um, you know, I, I got a, a bird's eye view of the nurses, saw, saw what they did and realized I'm, you know, I'm okay with blood. I can handle it. I, I like helping people or whatever, but I, I did see there's a lot of medication involved. So um, after I became a nurse, I knew I didn't really want to do a lot of medication, but it's part of the job. So you have to do that. You have to go through that, I guess. Um, then I, in 2017, I guess it was, I went to the hospital. Um, I spent a couple of years on the telly floor. So that's people with cardiac conditions and um, a lot of meds, a lot of, you know, a lot of people that have a, acute conditions where they just had a heart attack. They just fainted in, you know, in their bedroom and they hit their head or that kind of thing. Where a lot of strokes, uh, that kind of thing that come in that, that floor and everyone has a heart monitor on. Um, so I just saw a lot of things being done that I guess it's the normal process, but it's just not my thing. I just don't, I, I'm a crazy nurse, I guess, because I don't like medicine. I'd rather see people go natural alternatives, but that doesn't pay, I guess. And um, I guess I can say it now because I'm out of the hospital. When uh, people would come in for a cardiac um, cath, they would not be told that if 
if you get a cardiac cath here, which is at this hospital I was at. What is a cardiac cath? Tell me what that is. So a cardiac cath is when they go through either the groin or the wrist into a major artery with a camera and they go and look at your heart to see where's the blockage. Is there any blockage? So, and the thing is, it's a, it's a, a bleeding risk and an infection risk and people, you know, they're kind of, they're not knocked out, but they're like twilight zone, you know, um, just a drug to make them a little bit out of it when they get it done. Um, and if they can't fix the problem, um, they have to put a stent in or something like that. But they, if at my hospital, they weren't certified. Now they, you have to know these kind of things going in. You're not certified to put a stent in unless it's an emergency, which I found out later. I didn't know this. So I had, you know, plenty of patients come to me, come to me and say, I just had this cardiac cath. How come they're sending me out to this other hospital now to have a stent place? I said, Oh, they didn't explain to you that. No, no, no one ever told me. I said, so from then on, and I'm sure that I would have been fired if I said this out loud, but I would tell the patient, you know, to the side, I would say, okay, so now you're my patient. I didn't have you yesterday. but today you're going down for a cardiac cath. Can you just do me a favor? When you get down there, ask the doctor, if there's a problem, can you fix it today? He will tell you no, because we're not certified for that. And when they do have them tell them, you don't want this right now, then you'd rather go to a hospital where you only have to have this done once. And so many people thanked me for that. And I said, please don't mention it. Please don't tell anyone I'm fired. If you, if you say anything. So, you know, I put up with it for a while, but it just gets old after a while. You're like, these poor people come in here thinking they're in the best care, right? And then what do they do? Oh, I had to do a, a, a cardiac cath on you and we'll repeat it because we're not, they tell them afterwards. So I have people coming back to me in tears, crying, saying, I can't, I can't believe I have to go through this again. I said, oh my gosh, like this is not happening to me again. And why, why would they do that? I mean, was it about billing? It's, it's about um, that hospital was a smaller hospital and it wasn't certified. But instead of explaining that to the patient, it's all about money, obviously. They, they do tests, they do a cath for that person and they get money for it, right? Sending them away is, is sending money away. So, so, you, uh, so you left after how many years? I was only there a couple of years. I, I, it's, it's hard to watch people die, I gotta say. It's really hard for me to watch people die. So I had enough. So what'd you do after? So then I went to school nursing and I've been there since like 2019. The first year was, was nice. Um, uh, no problems or anything. And then the second year was when COVID hit. And that last year was terrible. So this was what, about 2017? You got into school nursing? Y yeah, yeah. Well, 2019, sorry, 2019. So Started 20, I was there. And then last year, 2021, is when COVID really hit bad. And we were just basically out of school until April, like the end of April, we went back. We go to back in the end of April, everyone has to wear masks. Everybody has to, you know, social distance. So it was like a hybrid schedule, right? And the kids, I think they were miserable because you can't talk to your friends even when you're at school. You know, you, you got to be far away. You can't, they weren't allowed to eat at school. Just a lot of craziness. So now, now that we're back full time, I don't know what's changed. I honestly don't accept the governor's rules, but now everybody doesn't have to social distance, but they still have to wear masks. So How does that impact the experience at school? I got a lot of kids coming in with headaches. I got a headache. I got a headache. Yeah. You're not getting any oxygen to the brain. And first thing I tell them, take your mask off, take your mask off, take it down. I know they have to wear them in class. Cause that's the rule. They have to wear them all throughout the day. 
And I even told my principal, who's a great guy, um, you got to, you got to, maybe we can have some breaks for these kids because maybe outside is the thing to do because they have to. As a, as a nurse, how do you, I mean, many doctors have weighed in and, and medical professionals talking about how masks really don't do anything to stop viral spread. And as a matter of fact, they, uh, they can be dangerous, not just to emotional development, but physically you've got uh, fungus that develops, yeah, you've got bacteria. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you're you're inhaling your own exhale. And unlike the N95 mask where there's a port to exhale, most of what kids are wearing, whether it's cloth or surgical, uh, they're recycling that. So what yeah. from a medical perspective, how um, how dangerous are these masks that are being worn all day by children? Well, almost every nurse in our district I've had this discussion with and they're saying none of these kids are wash, washing their masks. None of them you know, it's, it's, they smell after a while they're sweating. It's hot out that obviously, I mean, it's like, if you saw your kid in a diaper all day, would you be happy about that? <laughs> you know, you'd say somebody has to change this. This is ridiculous. Um, Does anyone challenge it? I mean, we had, there's, um, you know, I saw the absurdity, the, the debate, the governor uh, debate, Jack Cittarelli and, uh, and governor Murphy, and uh, the absurdity of people in the arena, in the venue, all masked up. Meanwhile, every NFL game, college exactly. football game, I just hosted Rock the Farm for my good friends at CFC Loud and Clear. Thousands and thousands of people, no masks, no spike. Uh, and they turn to uh, some positive cases. They get a couple dozen positive cases. They never tell you whether the kid's sick or not. But exactly. Positive, no symptoms. Right? No so, symptoms. Yeah. How, do, how do you, as professionals and adults, how do the principals, how do they literally carry on as adults knowing that there is no explanation as to why these children are wearing masks all day? I think they're doing the best that they can, you know, based on the rules that they have to comply with. And nobody wants to lose their job. And I think that's what it comes down to. But, the, and, and I got to tell you, a lot of kids come in and say, oh yeah, I've been vaccinated. And I'm like, any problems, any sickness? Are you okay? And oh no, I'm okay. I'm okay. But it's early on. So I don't know. I, you know, I look at that VAERS report because um, I do deal with kids. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at it right now because today I looked at it online again, because I, I usually look at it. We have like a rally every, every Saturday in front of the hospital because um, I just threw something on telegram one day and said, I can't stand for losing freedoms like this, especially after Joe so Biden. What are you, so you're, you're, you're not rallying about the kids in masks. You're rallying against the mandatory vaccine. Yeah. Because I think it's our rights. It's our, because, because, I think they're forcing vaccines. It's one thing. I, I think it's terrible to, to wear masks. I, I have to say, I don't like it one bit. If, if it makes someone feel better that I have a mask on for a little bit of day, whatever, you know, but we're losing our rights. And that's really what it comes down to for me. I don't like wearing the mask. I don't think the kids like wearing the mask. I think they're terrible for the kids. They come in with headaches. I have to tell them to take the mask down and breathe. I mean, it's just common sense. And then for, for some scientists say that these masks really do work. I mean, I heard it on on your station, another show. Um, I heard them saying there's proof of it. There's proof. I'm like, OK, he's looking at some science that I'm not looking at or I've seen. And I don't. Well, I, I've challenged all those claims. And I say, you show me the proof. You look at exactly. I and mean, but he'll say it's a callers. It's somebody else. They'll say well, they, they, yeah, I never talk with the other hosts. But uh, yeah. but the reality is that there are a lot of people out there touting the so-called science. I, I, I we, we are involved in helping uh, promote Bruce Afrin, who's an attorney suing yes. the state 
over yes. the kid masks. And uh, even he has requested through the court that the governor and the health com- and the uh, health commissioner and the education commissioner show the science of the efficacy of the masks. And uh, they have refused to show any of the details they're using. Uh, and we pointed out that the kids went back to school in Georgia mostly without masks. The kids in Sweden never left school, never wore exactly. a mask. Exactly. Almost no sickness and, and zero deaths. Uh, and then you look at the vaccine, the uh, the difference is the hospitalizations. They say the study out of Israel with the Pfizer vaccine is um, those that are vaccinated are, are 27 times more likely to have symptomatic COVID than those with natural immunity. Um, and again, you know, so so on both sides, it seems the science favors the uh, lack of necessity for a vaccine, number one, and number two, uh, the absolute absurdity of wearing a mask. So what, tell me this, in the time we have left, sure. um, Gretel, what, what are you protesting for? How many people are joining you? Where are you meeting every Saturday, and how can I help get the word out? Um, actually, thank you so much. Um, I'm actually outside of a hospital on Route 33 in Neptune City. Um, it's the only hospital there on Route 33. Um, we just stand out front because I know my rights. Um, I know we're allowed to stand on the sidewalk as long as we're not blocking anybody. We're, we're peaceful. And I've had nurses come out of the hospital and tell me we're all with you. We just can't stand with you because we've been vaccinated, which is fine. I said vaccinated and unvaccinated alike. Um, you're welcome. It's all for, only for freedom. I just stand for freedom. I want everyone to just have our right to, to decide what we're allowed to do and not allowed to do. Not tell Bill, uh, not tell um, be told by Joe Biden that, you know, uh, my patience is wearing thin and thin and this is not about freedom and personal choice. And like, if it's not about freedom and personal choice, and it's only about health, then where is all the free medication for my diabetics in school? Where's all the free medication for the asthma kids in school? Where's all, everything should be free, right? You know, mm-hmm. okay, well, we're not touting that. We're not just handing that out on the corner for everybody. How about cancer what, treatments? What? Why don't you give those for free? What time do you meet on Saturdays? Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Is the crowd starting to grow? Well, I had I had a, a whopping four people the first day. I was there by myself for a little while. I don't care. Um, but then um, I got about five people the next couple of times. And last time we had about a dozen. And they're going to tell their friends and they have, you know, meetings. Are you on Facebook? Is there a Facebook group that people can go to? I am. Um, my husband put it up for me. Um, New Jersey for freedom. Yeah, he New put Jersey very, for freedom. I'm really not big on Facebook, I guess. Well, but just tell your husband to tag me in the post announcing the next one and I'll get the word out. Absolutely. Thanks. So let me ask you this uh, in terms of the vaccine. As a, as a nurse, as a medical professional, um, what do you think is behind the fact that the big pharma companies have said, and we now know conclusively beyond any reasonable doubt, uh, you can in fact and will in many cases get COVID if you are vaccinated. You can and will in many cases spread COVID if you're vaccinated. And now we're finding out that you have a higher chance exponentially of being actually sick with COVID with these variants if you're vaccinated versus the folks that gain natural immunity. Where is this coming from? Uh, Because it it, would seem to me that, that medical science should be having a discussion and instead, what we're having is a an outright suppression campaign. I've been banned from YouTube twice for talking about this. These uh, these videos go up on Rumble because the, they, we can't post them to YouTube. So, uh, where, where where is this coming from, and what are your medical colleagues saying to you? 
Uh, unfortunately, I have some, a lot of colleagues that um, say, oh, just get it. It'll be easier. Um, I actually, there was a union meeting that they invited all nurses to. Now, I did not join the meeting. Um, I did not join the union, I should say, in my um, school because I thought it's my prerogative. And and they, everyone says, oh, but they'll have your back. They'll have your back and tenure and this and that. Well, first of all, I don't believe in tenure. I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. I'm like, to me, if you do your job, keep your job. If you don't do your job, get out. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't see any, I don't understand tenure. That's just me, but I didn't join too, because I don't think there's a very big group think in, in the teacher's union. And that's would um, included in the teacher's union. So there's a group think there where everybody has to kind of go along and, and you question something and they're like, it, you, you basically need re-education. So they had a meeting for all nurses were invited. Um, so I went, and it's just virtual meeting about the mandatory vaccines and everything. So they talked about it and I have to give them credit that they did say, even people that don't want the vaccine, we do actually have to defend them, but it sounded like if we have to, you know, mm -hmm. um, but the rest of it, they said they really do need to be taught that this is the right thing to do and we should get them. And the big argument, I forget the guy's name at the top. I don't really know, but he said, uh, he said, um, the reason why we why we have to get these things is because if they mandate it, this was before it actually got mandated. If we, they mandate, we'll all have it. And I was like, that is your reason for getting it. Oh, so we'll comply faster. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a great that's a great. But best line you had uh, hearing from your colleagues, just get it. It'll be easier. Oh. And that seems to be the commonplace. Have you been in touch with Erin Pine, who's the nurse in uh, South Jersey who lost her job fighting to get the kids uh, unmasked? I haven't. I'm in a class, actually, because I still am going through my certification to be a school nurse. I have one. I'm in my last class. And I would I was going to ask you, I would love to have if these other nurses want to share their emails, I would love to have them all. And just so let I'm me just understand you're 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 a nurse, but not yet to find as a school nurse, but you're working in a school. Yes. I, it, you have to be certified to be kind of on your own. So I'm, I'm technically I'm under my boss. So she'll come and supervise every now and then. I'm kind of on my own in the school, but she'll come and make sure everything's okay. And she'll call me and that kind of thing. So, right. but um, now are you in a high school, middle school, high school? It's a ninth grade. It's called freshman. Oh, I shouldn't say. You're a freshman. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Cause I'll, I want to put you in touch with Erin Pine. Yeah, um, sure. She's, she's a school nurse, lost her job. She is fighting like hell as well. I think the two oh. of you should connect and, um, and you should let her know about the rallies that you're doing and she'll let you know about what she's doing. You have to start to connect the Absolutely. good patriots that are out there that are fighting for common sense. I would also say to you, um, spread the word. My new organization, commonsenseclub.org. Yeah. You should join that, uh, you and your husband and, and anyone that you know. I am going to post this conversation to commonsenseclub.org and just highlight you as another nurse. I'm not going to call you a school nurse or your certified, but I, I can call you a nurse, right, if I, I am. Yeah. So another, another New Jersey nurse fighting to uh, unmask our school kids and, and stop this mandatory um, vaccine, which is a total infringement on our lives and liberty as Americans. So Gretel, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate the time. I appreciate the fight. Uh, let me know if you have any questions going forward. You have, I think you have my information. Yes. Are we connected on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter? I'll, I'll make sure I, I connect. I, I don't, so, so I'm so bad with social media. <laughs> contact information to producer Kristen if that's how we got in touch thanks sure, sure. Right? and then and then she will connect you with Erin Pine and uh, and then what I'll do is 
offline. I'm going to I'm going to, as soon as we end this, I'm going to give you my cell phone. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. So let's wrap this up. Thank you, Gretel. Appreciate the Thank time. You. Thank Keep you very much. Me. I appreciate what you do. Really. I really, you, you are one of the only ones on the radio making common sense. It's unbelievable how many people are just going along. So, but thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gretel. Appreciate that.